See, it works now. And there definitely were not five minutes of dead air while we mimed at each other. No, this is the first time this we've is... ever tried it. Exactly. In fact, in fact, this is episode one of the show. Uh, we've never had technical difficulties. My ever. name's Aiden. His name, Aiden. This is the Lore Lodge. Nice to meet you. <laughs> I'm Squidward. <laughs> Squidward. We're, we're all Squidward. Squidward. Yeah. Anyway, what I was saying is I found the uh, some old some old TikToks of me back when I when the millennial controversy was going on, and I was showing them to Amanda, and I came across the one where you and I are standing in the shower and we clink glasses and say, "Hey guys." Yeah. And I found a new person on you or on TikTok who's uh, who goes by Voice of Reason. Is it a reasonable voice? Oh, it is not. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's you know how with with millennial we had like weird like. I don't even know really how to how to describe it, but weird anti-Christian propaganda. Yes. This is Wait. weird anti-Christian propaganda from a Catholic. Yeah, he it, my favorite it's it, so we're sitting there and he's like, Protestants are Protestant Christianity has caused all of the world's problems. And he was like, Well, all the problems since the Reformation. Of course, I'm sitting here like Great Leap Forward, the Holodomor, the Holocaust. <laughs> like, there are a whole bunch of really bad things that happen and Protestants had nothing to do with it. Yeah. Uh but aside from that, Ella, why are you there? Well, you know, we had to move over because you could see the right in the little chair in the wall. <laughs> I saw that, and I had to move. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, people were getting scared by the things that were supposed oh, to be. Oh, I didn't even see that. Uh, Who is that girl behind <laughs> Oops. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, he said that uh, Protestants are the cause of all the world's problems, and his reasoning was that uh, Protestants started the Freemasons, uh, yeah, which, of course, uh, that might not be true. It's possible that Freemasonry started in Scotland, which was very much Catholic at the time. Uh, the other, the other uh, problem was that he said that Freemasonry led to communism. One of the very first things the Bolsheviks did after taking power was ban Freemasonry. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's that. That's that. Uh, and then, of course, you know, we have the Lore Lodge TikTok, which we intend to start uploading to. Uh, I just have to, you know, get it, get it working again. And we do have two twenty dollars super chats. We should probably take those. Yeah. So Jack Garcia for nineteen ninety said, "For fun, GG." Ah, he's a 49ers fan. Uh, um, Jack, I, I have all of the respect in the world for you. You do our shoes. I have zero respect for Debo Samuel. For uh, number 57, Greenlaw, and for number two on your team. Also number 10. He laid on top of Reed Blankenship. Oh? He like he would not get off of Reed Blankenship. It was one of the most egregious holding penalties to never be called. I missed that. Oh, yeah. Well, they didn't, nobody saw it. It was only oh, like it. the boot, like the, the announcers caught it later on. Got it. Yeah. Okay. So, um, you know, Cowboys players, I was too hard on you guys. Class act compared to these dudes. Incredible. Um, but again, it's it's the it's the I'm the players that I'm calling trash. The fans are fine. In the case of the Cowboys, it's generally the opposite. <laughs> they would say the same of us. Though. Well, we know we're trash. Yeah, it's true. We here in Philadelphia are well aware of the fact that we're trash. Yeah, we call trash. ourselves Philadelphia. Yeah, nobody likes us, and we don't care. The television show "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia" paints the entire city as the bad guys, including the main characters. True. So, and for those of you who aren't aware, that show is actually a documentary. Yes, that is a documentary series. It really um, is. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm hoping that that one day we'll we'll get to hang with those guys being from Philly. But you know, fun. I think that's just kind of a the general thing. But let's take a look 
Uh, there's there's two more twenty dollars super chats now. Oh, also, is. for anybody who's new to the show, the reason we're taking these now, uh, and the reason this opening segment is a little bit more just casual is it's more of a discussion program. Yes. Um, also, yeah. we will uh, interrupt the show to take twenty dollars super chats because those people were kind enough to give us their hard-earned wages and yes. you know we will answer all super chats at the end but 20 dollars yeah. ones get priority right now yeah 20 and above it's just a sign of respect that you decided to put that much money in faith exactly. in us. thank you so alpharius omegon for 20 dollars says i tried using genesis 6 1 through 4 as a pickup line it didn't work <laughs> you you're gonna have to recite what it is <laughs> you okay um, yeah, I just gotta, <laughs> we'll go with the new King James, why not? Um, uh, we need <laughs> Genesis 6. We are going to get to the MH370 stuff very soon, I promise. <laughs> are you okay? Yeah. <clears throat> uh, now it came to pass, when men began to multiply on the face of the earth, and daughters were born to them, that the sons of God saw the daughters of men, that they were beautiful, and they took wives for themselves of all whom they chose. And the Lord said, My spirit shall not strive with man forever, for he is indeed flesh. Yet his days shall be 120 years. So, I, I mean, I'm very curious how that becomes I pick up line. I, I want to know precisely well, how you know, did he said, it. He said, yeah, one through four. What was your, oh, the Giants bit too. There were giants on the earth in those days, and also afterward, when the sons of God came in unto the daughters of men, and they bore children to them. Those were the mighty men who were of old, men of renown. That's a whole that's a whole big thing, too, because there's a lot of argument over whether or not uh, the uh, the giants in those days are the sons of the, the offspring of the sons of God and the daughters of men. There's also a conversation about whether the sons of God of daughters of men are the godly line of Seth and the ungodly line of Cain, or if it's angels and humans. Are you, uh, you going to say the word? Giants? No, the other one. Oh, Nephilim? Yep. Yeah, that's that's the whole Nephilim argument, is from that specific verse. And Enoch. Uh, I got into an argument on um, academic, biblical, or it's some subreddit. I uh, Somebody shared a, a linked post uh, about the Mountain Ball tablet, which I is kind of in flux right now as to whether or not it is what they claimed it was. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, I mean, I was expecting that, that there were going to be people on both sides. Yeah, naturally. For me, it's like, all right, well, we should probably focus the archaeological efforts on that mountain. Um, you, and as we know, as we know, when it comes to archaeology, if there's an archaeologist who's working on a different mountain mm -hmm. in Israel, yeah, and that person wants funding for their dig, mm. they will absolutely go and criticize somebody else's dig. We have found this out by doing the Grand Hancock stuff. Like, yeah. so much of it is just, no, my dig deserves money. Are the, are the counter-arguments like, oh, somebody at some point in history just put it there because of the, the text counter argument, No, the counter-argument is that there's no text at all and it was just a fishing weight. Oh. It is on a mountain. Yeah. I have not read this this paper yet so i'm interested i will be reading it but you know because i figure i should read that for when we bring weird bible back in february because weird bible's coming back everybody oh yeah anyway we should probably uh take that last uh twenty dollar and then get into the topic at hand i agree well we did just get another one so last two last two uh kellen the official data for twenty dollars says just a reminder if you run out of cleaning product and grab another to finish the job read the label and not just mix chemicals also if it feels like your nose is burning there's probably a problem Yes, do not mix bleach and ammonia. It causes problems and pain. I've told you the story about when I worked at Doggies, right? 
Oh, I think you did. Yeah, I was I was working in college. I was a bouncer. I know that's hilarious if you've seen me stand up. <laughs> uh, but in college, I was a bouncer. And one of the jobs we had as as security was at the end of the night while the bar staff cleaned up, you know, just you know, the drinks and the uh, the kegs and wiped everything down and all that. It was our job to do some of the basic cleaning around the bar. And that included the bathrooms. Yeah. Now, we had waterless urinals. Uh-huh. And uh, the thing about waterless urinals is typically, typically, they do not flush. Yes. So uh, the way the way they work is that there is a pipe that goes under the ground. Mm-hmm. There's a little bump in it. And when it gets too high for the bump, it goes over, and that prevents anything from accumulating. It also prevents you from, you know, basically getting anything so far down there that it's really clogged. Yes. Now... One of uh, one of my coworkers was in charge of bathroom cleanup that night, and he decided to pour bleach in there. Now, I don't totally think it's a horrible idea in general. It's a flushing urinal; you can absolutely clean it with bleach. The problem is that urine is full of ammonia, mm-hmm. so when you have a waterless urinal, there's a whole bunch of urine at the bottom that is full of ammonia, and he poured bleach down into it, yep. which essentially created a very small mustard gas system that just shot up. I think it actually might technically be chlorine gas. Uh, I don't know for sure. Yeah, neither do I. Um, but yeah, so it, uh, I I found this out the hard way, which was I went to pee. Oh! And I'm standing in the bathroom doing, doing my thing, and uh, my eyes started burning, and my nose started burning, and when I inhaled, my lungs started burning. Walked out, looked over at one of my... Uh, one of my bouncer co-workers, and I said, hey, uh, redacted, what did you use to clean the toilet, to clean the urinals? And he goes, oh, uh, bleach. And I went, and, and I didn't even say anything. Bartender Mike goes, did you create mustard gas again? Again? Sorry, did you make mustard gas again? And I go, again? <laughs> my co-worker who did it goes, this may not be the first time I've done this. Clearly, that is... Aiden, it happened again. After that? After that? Yeah. There, that that speaks of potential intent. She did have some rather extremist libertarian views. Yeah. But then again. <laughs> we'll leave that be for now. <laughs> yeah, but anyway. One, uh, one there was one more, yeah, right? Richard Henderson, uh, 1999. Completely random, but I'm diving back into ancient history and early humans, and I wanted to know if you ever needed a, an anthropologist on for the show, even just to consult. I have a bachelor's degree in history, minor in anthropology. Uh, we definitely do have, like, every once in a while we need research help, for the very least. Uh, but yeah, if there's something that comes up, we can definitely, you know... ...talk about, and you want to either come on the show to talk about something, or to, uh, you know lend some help with research, something like that. We do offer little paid research gigs. It's not a ton of money, uh, you know, a couple hundred bucks, depending on the topic. But we do offer paid research gigs occasionally. The place you can best find all of that is always going to be our Discord, which you can access via bit.ly slash join the watch. Um, that's also where you can get... Oh, that's, that's also where you can get all of the important announcements about this channel, including when I'm streaming on the, the personal channel, yep. uh, if there's going to be some change to the show schedule, uh, all of that. Although usually the show sensible changes just get posted on YouTube. Yeah. Um, but if there's anything just broader lore lodge in there, then it will usually be in the Discord uh, almost always. So, 
Yes. Anyway, with that all said, this was an eventful weekend. Yes. <laughs> yes, it was. It really was. This was probably our most eventful weekend we've had. Yeah. At least in terms of what ex happened in the ether of behind the screens. Yeah. So I think I, I think there are, this is a, another Tartaria situation. Not nearly as extreme. Yeah. Um, but when we were looking through all of this, I saw a lot of disconnected little facts. Stories, uh, unconfirmed stuff, people being like, oh, well, these people say they saw this. And I'm like, well, can you track that down? Is the story there somewhere? And listen, I am not one to say that stories have never been scrubbed from the internet. There, there was some very weird, like references to information that seemed like it must have been out in the open yeah that now i cannot find the original information weird not great uh i don't necessarily think that that means everything was scrubbed yeah uh, it's very weird that i could not find anything on the two cafe pacific pilots it was very weird that um the malaysian government had like four different stories before they settled on the one about the radar uh, at one point, they had said uh, somebody had said that it was Rolls Royce that knew about everything, and then it turned out no, Rolls Royce didn't actually know anything, but Inmarsat did, and you know, it's just this kind of weird like cascade of disconnected things, and it almost feels like if I wanted to get really conspiratorial, I would say that the the government planted all of the conspiracy theories, yeah, and they planted all of this evidence so that people wouldn't ask questions. Um, I don't know that I need to get that conspiratorial. I think the most likely uh, situation is that it was a lithium-ion battery fire. I, I think that is the the most, likel, most likely one because when you look at the all of the reports, you have people talking about, oh, they saw something flaming and streaking through the sky. Uh, you know, There's these reports of debris in the South China Sea that come from multiple places. I think a lot of people... One thing I definitely noticed is there was a lot of people that seemed to comment before watching the entire video. And I know, I know when it comes to generally shorter videos there there's a lot of channels where they're kind of reciting information that's already out there and maybe it's a new presentation style yeah a lot of people who are new to our channel i think commented without watching the entire video not realizing that we were we, we don't operate in quite the same way as a lot of channels nope um so for us we always try to introduce something new so if we're gonna bring something up we're, we're like, we're probably going to explain our point of view on it. Um, yeah. So a lot of people commented and said stuff like, you know, oh, well, Cindy Hendry, you know, she's the only one who saw the debris. Like, nobody else could find it. And I'm like, okay. The Cafe Pacific pilots reported debris in a very similar area a couple days earlier. Mm -hmm. um, in my opinion, Cindy Hendry probably saw that and went looking in that area. She always says, you know, I was assigned to the South China Sea area, but like this little box. And the thing is, she was assigned to the South China Sea, but... Her box that she shows was here. Uh, I'm trying to do this in the best way for... Yeah, so over here. So for you guys viewing, her box was here. The debris she cited was actually here. If if you were looking at if, the map. Yeah, if, if you're looking the at the map. If I am the map. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can, actually, you know what I can do? Let's pull it up on the other screen. Because I can pull it up on the other screen because this is important. Um, Maps.google.com. This is important. Um, Maps.google.com. Go way back. Google Maps is like my best friend in this line of work. I use it Google really Maps so often. Um, okay, so sorry, bear with me while I while I fix this. Um gonna go to the oh god, we might lose audio. 
Uh, there we go. That's better. Um, just trying to, yeah, sorry. We switched computers and I did not realize so many things would get screwy. Anyway, uh, Cindy Hendry's area that she was supposed to be looking at was a general box around this point right here. And for those who are just listening, it's about midway between the western uh, part of Malaysia and the southwestern tip of Vietnam. The debris sighted by the Cathay Pacific pilots was around right here, about 235 miles away. Um, obviously, I'm using general, general numbers here. I have the exact numbers, I think, in the video. Um, but yeah, it's about 250 miles away from where she was looking. The debris she cited, the coordinates she gives, are only six miles off the coast of Vietnam, and this is all about uh, maybe maybe 60 or so miles south of Ho Chi Minh City. For some reason, she acted like the debris she spotted was in the right at Igari, where the plane went off radar. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know why she did that. She when I. I think if you combine Cindy Hendry's truths, the, the things she like, the, the things she like, reading of where this plane could have ended up if it did go down over there. The other possibility, of course, was that the plane flew out to the west. And you know what? I'll just bring it back up so I can show you guys this. Um, so the other version is that the plane essentially did this. And if you are just listening, uh, it would have gone southwest over Penang or over Malaysia and part of Thailand. It hit Penang and then it goes out west into the Andaman Sea over the Malacca Strait. And then it's kind of over the Nicobar Islands that uh, Ashen is Ashen Forbes claims Ashen Forbes claims everything happened. Um, now this is there was one thing I wanted to say, which was we had the Predator drone range wrong. Uh, I I made a mistake. It has a range of about seven hundred and fifty miles from uh, the controller. Oh, got it. so and the controller could be somebody here in the US who has a link to a satellite that has a link to a ship that has another beacon on it. Um, from what I understand, I don't think they're controlled via satellite. Got it. I believe they are controlled via more conventional means. They have a range of about 750 miles. Uh, I think that does mean that theoretically it could have gotten out there from Singapore. We do have an airbase on Singapore. I don't think we had any, uh, carriers capable of launching predators in the area from what i could tell it's possible i'm wrong about that either way the predator drone can get there fly around in circles for a while and then come back but that would mean that they were expecting the plane to be there or that they were monitoring that area for some reason because the predator drone while it has the range to get there lacks the speed to get there mm -hmm. if we have a predator drone that is launching from Singapore, which is like 650 miles from where this plane went missing, well, the plane itself would have already covered basically the entire distance by the time the drone could get a third of the way there. Yeah. Boeing 777 travels at about 500 miles per hour. Uh, it can get up to 600, but in a turn, it's not going 600 miles per hour. Um, so... We're probably looking at it taking about an hour to cover this distance. If it's going its absolute maximum speed, I still don't necessarily think it makes sense the, the way that they talked about this, because even with a tailwind, they had to make that whole turn. Yeah. 
um, and they had to make a second turn. And I think at one point they would have been going into the wind as they came southwest. I think the tail, I think the tailwinds at this time of year go northwest. Um, so they would have been heading kind of against the winds at one point. It would have been blowing it off to the side. They would have had to go slower. Uh, again, I'm not an aviation expert. I'm just looking at the math here. And yeah. math ain't math. Yeah. Um, That's the most important part. Yeah. And in the and the problem is the Predator drone only has a top speed of 192 miles per hour. It's just not going to catch up, which means it would already have to be in the area, which would imply that if it was in fact there and that video was real, they knew the plane was going to be there. Yeah. Um, which if it was that the plane was uh, undergoing some sort of disaster and that this was engage this, this is some technology that was engaged to save people at the last minute and they thought nobody would ever see it and find out. And these people are on the witness protection program somewhere. <laughs> um, yeah. If you... <laughs> It just it implies so many more things. Uh, but if that's the story, then the plane can't the, the predator drone can't possibly have gotten there in time to view this. Yeah. I. Uh, so that's that's one of the technical issues with all of this. Another technical issue comes up with the video footage itself, and obviously, you know, we're we're kind of going into this one as the big one because this is the one everyone cares about. Yeah. Is is that video footage? That's uh, not what he's talking about. Right? Yeah. When I when I first saw it, I will I will admit I was I was intrigued. In fact, I think the very first thing I said about it was I know like four things about this entire subject, but I am intrigued. Should I not be intrigued? And that's how we ended up getting Ashton on the show. We brought him in. Uh and and you know, I think a lot of people on that interview, there's a lot of people in the comments who were like arguing we should have pushed back more. To explain why we didn't, we don't like to bring people on the show just to, you know, tear them down in front of people. Now, there there are certain people I would do that to. Like, if we got a certain Mind Unused character on, I would happily take him to task on every single lie he's ever told. Yeah. Ashton, on the other hand, I, I did not get the sense that he was, you know, grifting. I get yeah. the sense that he's genuine. I just disagree with him. Yeah. I, I don't think that those videos I, I think that he has collected a lot of evidence of things that look like they're connected coming from a background of somebody who was you know all in on the missing 411 phenomenon i know what that's like yeah when you actually when you have all the dots they may they may look like they form a line problem is you might not have all the dots you think you have and yeah. some of the dots might be connected to dots that aren't anywhere on the line uh, sure, Edward C. Lynn did get arrested at a weirdly coincidental time. Mm. Does that mean that he's the one who leaked these videos? No. No. Does it mean that maybe he leaked something else? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, there's there's a lot of people who have leaked documents. There's a lot of people who have been caught who have gotten in trouble for it. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think that somebody getting arrested in necessarily implies that they were connected to this. I do think it's skeptical. I do think it's possible he was connected to MH370. The videos, though, not the smoking gun that people are acting as they are. And as for the satellite video, that is the one that I think, given the amount of complexity that supposedly went into its creation, that this is a three-dimensional battle space created by computers... I don't know how the stuff works. Yeah. Now, sure, that's it's possible. Yeah. It is possible that the satellite was actually keeping track of all of the geometric um, readings and the angles and then 
despite the fact that it had moved, managed to recreate a computer image. The thing that... Now, I, 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 give me one second. Okay, fair uh, <laughs> Possible. Mm-hmm. It is the MQ-1C video, the thermal mm-hmm. video, that I am just 0% confident it's real. Yeah. Um, I'm actually fully confident that it's fake for a number of reasons, but what were you going to say? Well, the, the specifically on the satellite one that you were talking about, the, the big pushback I had on that was that during the research that I did just to understand IR a little more, because I had a baseline you know, somewhat understanding, but I wanted to get a little yeah. bit more in-depth about it specifically for this video. Hot things emit a certain signature, cold things emit a different signature. Exactly. But even more specifically, those satellites mm-hmm. that supposedly created that three-dimensional image only two had been launched at that point in history. And each of those satellites only have two means of scanning. Okay. So at most, you're getting four images mm-hmm. of scan. Okay. To create a whole battle space, mm-hmm. battle space, mm-hmm. per day. But you'd be, you'd really Sorry, only be getting. Day. Yeah, revolutions per day. How many? To 11.5, 17,000 miles per hour. Think about it. To get it, it would have to be going. Yeah, exactly. Not, it's going. Yeah, exactly. Not, it's going. Finger in a circle. Yes. It needs to go like this. And now I'm waving my finger much faster. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and to be able to have a full three dimensional space, both of them would have to be. Both of them would have to be. Stuck out to me as yeah, and just to, I mean to be clear, seventeen thousand miles per hour. Very fast. The Earth's circumference is twenty five thousand. Twenty five thousand. Yeah, the Earth's circumference is twenty five thousand miles. Crazy. What's the diameter? It's like eight thousand something. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um. Yes, the Earth's circumference. Um. Yes, the Earth's circumference. a little more than three yeah um <laughs> so dumb i am so dumb i'm so good at some things and just so horrifically bad at others there's a reason you're a history major and you know what you're great at it so that's all that you're great at it so that's all that the, the lack yeah. of movement on those clouds yeah originally i thought maybe this is a geostationary satellite mm-hmm. maybe this is maybe i'm just not understanding how it works the more research I did, the more it looks like you would need, like, those those satellites would change from frame to frame. Yes. Not just, like, second to second. Also, like, they're supposedly in six frames per second, mm-hmm. and those orbs would not be anywhere near that defined at six frames per second. As a matter of fact, they would probably look like a consistent squiggle around the Well, plane. That's, that's the other thing, is that he's saying they were moving at, I think, Mach 3? That's supposedly it. If they were going Mach 3, they would not be distinct orbs, just like you said. They would The, the, the camera cannot catch the orbs that perfectly. No, especially at that not at six frames a second. Especially not that far away. Yeah. Like, it's just... <laughs> there's too much technically wrong with it. Yeah. As for the thermal video, the so the, the satellite one, what I'm trying to say is... I can see it being possible. Yeah. The thermal one, on the other hand... How long did it take you to replicate a frame of that? Five, maybe ten minutes in yeah. Adobe Premiere. Which is not a VFX software. No, like I used <laughs> that as a VFX software because I didn't want to learn VFX softwares in high school. Yeah. So like I just figured out what things I could do in it. It's not a lot. 
but also it's, and I said this in the video on Friday, that program really has not changed much since I was using it back in 2013 before this occurrence happened. Uh, so, you know, to, to the point where some people kind of complain that Adobe doesn't update things as yeah. much as we'd like, but that's besides <laughs> the point. Um, that's just adding... Adobe really selling the same product for 25 bucks a month for the last 20 years. Pretty much. Uh -huh. uh, but uh, for once, that was beneficial. For yeah, us. for once it was beneficial. <laughs> um, that's the other thing that frustrated me is people were like, well, you're using software nine years newer, and I'm like... No. That's really not the issue here. Yeah. Also, the whole rendering time thing... Really not the argument you think it is, because it doesn't take that long to render something in 720. No. <laughs> How long does it take us to render a, a two-hour video in 4K? Roughly like hour, hour and a half. Stop. No, she's making a bed. Well, I don't. She's making sounds. <laughs> oh. oh my god. Um, but yeah, so yeah. it takes twelve hours usually. Yeah. Um, well, well, that's the upload. Yeah. Well, okay. The, the rendering process. The, the rendering, the render and exports like an hour. Okay, yeah. yeah so yeah. the upload is what takes forever, but that's yeah. because of my internet. So that's when I look at that. <laughs> there's no way it took two months to render that video. Like the the whole argument that this can't have been done fast enough does not work on technical grounds. And then you wrap in the fact that I, I think the the biggest sticking point here is you have a lot of people who don't know anything about VFX. Yeah. Who are going, oh, well, you know, it's really easy to, you know, get one of the frames. You could probably have gone frame by frame and done it if you had a day. Yeah. It would have taken a while. It would have been painful. You probably would have wanted to end yourself by the end of it. Well, and as I said in the video, but I, I, watched, I watched him do it in the video. He, yeah. he and I were on the phone, too. Like, you can see that it's not just that one frame. Yes, you lined up that singular frame perfectly. You could see that if you continued finagling with it, yeah. you could then probably manipulate the entire thing to look exactly the same. I also think the big one is one that didn't come up in the video because we didn't notice it until afterwards. In one of the frames, the plane is to the left of the portal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was something we picked up when we were reviewing it uh, before it premiered, was if, let's say... Let's say this is the plane and this is the portal that, you know, developed over it, right? So the plane's traveling this direction in the video, and then the portal shows up here. Hey! One moment. We'll be right Sorry for that brief interruption. We're back. We're back. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so what I was saying is, imagine this is the plane, so as it's traveling in the frame, this direction, the next frame, the plane is gone, and it's over here. So, like, a portion of the plane is far, like, the, the cockpit of the plane is beyond the section in which that shows up. Is it possible that it somehow got warped from its center of gravity gravity, uh, and within the span yeah. of one frame disappeared completely into that? Sure. Uh, is it likely? No. Yeah, there's also the problem of I'm, I'm pretty sure you can't reduce the mass of a person to zero without killing them. Not with our current understanding of physics. Uh, reducing the weight of a person to zero, yes. yes. Reducing the mass of a person is entirely different. Yes. 
I think a lot of people mix up weight and mass because on Earth, mass and weight are the same thing. Basically, yeah. You go to the moon, mass and weight are suddenly very different. Yes. I don't necessarily have the knowledge to explain why, but I do know that. It, it just is relative to the mass of the two objects. So for us, this is our baseline. Uh, it's Earth's gravity and your gravity, so we weigh on Earth however much mass we have in relation to its pull from the Earth and its mass. Yeah. The reason we weigh less on the moon is because it is quite literally less massive, so the pull between us and the moon is mm -hmm. not as intense. Yep. So your weight is just your perception of how much you are attracted to whatever body, celestial body, you're mm -hmm. on at the time. Exactly. So, perfect. And, and I mean, this is the thing with the video. I think a lot of people, a lot of people will look at the thermal video and they'll go, okay, well, yeah, you can debunk that part, but what about this part? And it's like, no, if you debunk one part, the whole video is fake. Yeah, I think the most damning part, honestly, beyond the VFX one, mm -hmm. was the fact that the thermal and the IR colors do yeah. not match. Yeah. Or it, temperatures don't match. Yeah. The, the, and I, a lot of people focused on this in the comments. They were saying, uh, well, you know, you can have both white hot and black hot. Yeah, you can. What you can't have is a a plane go into a wormhole and have those two things be opposite temperatures. Yeah, and I do say that in the video, but I'll reiterate it like he just said. The, the issue with that is in the thermal one, the plane is hot and the portal is cold, whereas in the satellite one, the plane's hot, the clouds are hot, and the portal's hot. Yeah. Even if it's inverted where they're all cold, the issue is that the plane and the uh, the warping, you know, effect or whatever happened, yeah. you know, the, the portal are the same temperature, whereas in the thermal, they're different temperatures. Exactly. It's that, that just <laughs> basically the only one of the two videos could possibly be real. Yeah. Out of the two, it's far more likely the alleged satellite one is. Yes. If yeah. either of those videos are real, it's far more likely it's the satellite one. A lot of people have also asked, oh, well, why? Why does it exist? Do you know how many UFO hoax videos are out there? Google it. There's <laughs> so many, and most of them didn't even have a reason. Yeah. Like... <laughs> Some people just enjoy making something and making people think it's real. Mm -hmm. Everyone... It, it, I say this with the utmost amount of, like, do not take this as advice, but if you feel so inclined, mm -hmm. just go on 4chan. Yeah. And look at how many people have just made stuff up for the sole purpose of making things up. Or even the... Uh, they, just, to, just to mess with people in 2016, yeah. 4chan is where the whole this is a white supremacy symbol came from. Yep. It did not exist prior yep. to that, as far as I am aware. And the whole Sam Hyde thing. Every time there's a tragedy, yep. people call into news stations saying, oh, it was Sam Hyde. And then they broadcast this because mm -hmm. they think it's a reliable source. Yep. It's happened multiple times. Yeah, for, this is like 4chan's thing. Yeah. As a community, this is what they do, is they, yeah. they decide to mess with reality. Unless someone annoys them, and then they have better research yeah. capabilities than the CIA and FBI combined. Yeah, if anybody can actually find MH370, it's probably 4chan. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Shockingly uh, enough. The, the other thing that has been bugging me about about the the discussion around this topic, and for the record, I did, I did tell Ashton he was welcome to come back on to the show at any time. Um, so this is not us, you know, basically being like, well, we had him on now, let's rip him down. He's okay. welcome to return. Yeah. 
these are just our opinions and we feel it necessary to share them. Yeah. One of the other issues is like, you know, he, he tweeted recently that anonymous had joined the fight because somebody, you know, claiming to be anonymous posted a YouTube video. Anonymous isn't real, man. Like it might've been something at some point, there might've yeah. been a few people who were anonymous who were actually doing stuff. Now that it's extraordinarily famous, probably not. The, the people who were originally doing the anonymous stuff, if that was a real thing, have definitely shifted to a different name. <laughs> you don't want that kind of coverage and that kind of, well, I mean, coverage is one thing, but you don't want that kind of, like, limelight and spotlight on you all the time. Exactly. You know, it's, the, the whole anonymous thing has become kind of a, I don't want to call it a meme, but it's not, it's not as, as reputable as it may have once been. Yeah. Anybody can claim to be anonymous. That's the problem. Yeah. And that became a problem very quickly. Back when Anonymous was actually, like, leaking things and exposing people and, like, real stuff. Different story. Yes. Uh, but in my opinion, Anonymous is kind of at the same level as Q at this point, where it's like, okay, if... Come on. Yeah. And ironically, you know who else started on 4chan? <laughs> Q. Yeah. QAnon was a 4chan thing. And this video comes from Regicide Anon. If somebody has a non in their username, there is like a 99.98% chance that they're a 4chan user. Yep. And again, I'm not saying everybody who ever uses 4chan is is manipulating and lying. I'm just saying that it has a reputation as a troll site. So I think it, basically what I'm trying to say here is at essentially every level, this is a suspicious video. 100%. I just don't... I, I, I don't see where the evidence that it's not it's yeah there's far there's far too many reasons to doubt it and doubt the legitimacy of mm -hmm. it then there are reasons that suggest that there's more to be discovered here yeah and i think a lot of people are also looking at it and they're like all right well if it's so easy to fake then why hasn't anybody done it yet why isn't anybody claiming the the dollars reward well we showed that it's fake a lot of people were not willing to believe it I'm sh here. The other thing is, it went from if somebody can recreate it pixel for pixel, we'll give them the reward. Then it changed. Now it's if somebody can find the, ha the, the source, the hoker, hoaxer, if they can find the source and present who it is, mm. well, then we'll give them the reward. Yeah. Kind of hard to get an award when the goalposts for that victory keep moving. Yeah. And I mean, it, that doesn't it doesn't surprise me at all. We weren't doing it for the reward. We were doing it to we want people to know the truth say the truth but yeah to to lay out the facts that we were capable of laying out and my annoyance with the conversation about those videos and especially the pixel for pixel argument is exactly what i said in that video which is that's just not how vfx mm -hmm. works the original artist was not having to match anything so it's a little bit of a double standard exactly. to ask somebody else to match it exactly but also uh you can't match it exactly without just continuous trial and error mm -hmm. unless you know the exact effects that they used on that stock clip and the exact plugins for the you know the numerical values that affect that effect in the software that that person was using otherwise you're just guessing or doing process of elimination and sure if you want to dedicate the amount of time that it would take to go through every permutation mm -hmm. within every effect in a software by all means go for it yep but i think at that point there's needs to be a point of recognition where it's like you know Maybe mm -hmm. maybe it's not worth the time and maybe what we've done so far or what other people have shown, like Gordon Crew did a great breakdown. Yeah. 
they didn't show what I showed, but they had some really good, you know, points about different elements of the video that they mm -hmm. recognized as being red flags yeah. of VFX. There's another thing that I've noticed about this as I was going back and looking through. Mm. The goalposts shift continuously with what's going on here. First, it was this is a leaked. This is leaked directly from drone footage. People pointed out, well, that's not what MQ-1C drone footage looks like. And then it was, oh, well, it was the thermal layer was painted on. Yeah. Like it was to, to make it more clear. And it's like, all right, well, immediately now you've th that is something about the video that is definitively fake. Yes. Um. And then it was, if somebody can, you know, pixel for pixel recreate this, then they'll get the money. And then it was, if somebody can find the leaker, then they'll get the money. And then it was, if somebody can find the hoaxer, they'll get the money. You can't offer money and then continuously shift it like that. And the thing is, nobody's going to put in the, you know, probably because they're not you know, doing it full time and they've got to match something rather than create something new. Yeah. Somebody could probably create that video from scratch in a day. Yeah, 100%. That's what Nico from Quarter Crew said. He was like, thermal one, or sorry, the, the IR one day, thermal one day, maybe two days. Yeah, so it's creating it is going to take less time than recreating it every single time with mm -hmm. something like this. Because you've got, if you have to match it perfectly, it's going to be a lot of, you know, rendering it, letting it run, matching it, being like, okay, this needs to change, rendering it, letting it run. Yep. It's going to take you weeks to do it to recreate. Now, if the if the reward were for somebody who just makes a video that looks really similar and proves that you can, in fact, fake that, mm -hmm. that's different. Yeah. But that's never been the offer. So obviously, nobody who works full time, who's trying to put food on their table, especially during a recession is going to waste a whole bunch of time to sit down and recreate a video when at the end of the day, the most likely outcome is that the person offering the money says, Oh, well, I mean, that's not proof. Yeah. Like that's, it's just not, it's not, that's not fair. No, not at all. Um, you know, it, it's, it frustrated me a lot seeing that. Um, I think, I think it's very similar to Tartaria. You have a lot of people who really convince themselves of something and it's crumbling um, it's the, the advice I had given to Ashton was, you know, I, I really do feel like you're actually seeking the truth here, but let me caution you, do not put the car before the horse, sit back, take in the data, reframe when you need to, if, it, if you, if something comes up and it does break your narrative, you gotta, you gotta take a step back right there. You have to, I think it was one thing when somebody came out with the video that showed the effect overlaid. I, and you know, some ordinary gamers, I had that up. Mudahar had it uh, in a video. It's another thing entirely when somebody does what you did, which is match the signature perfectly and show that, you know, as you do adjust the, the RGB, the contrast, the brightness, everything, Certain aspects of it, I remember when we looked at the two side by side, and Ashton even made this point, I believe, that if you look at the two side by side, there's dots, there's colors, there's things in there that are not in the thermal video. So there's more in the asset than in the thermal video. Now, I would argue that it would be a much stronger argument if there was more in the thermal video than is in the asset. Yeah. It's not the point. What you did is you played with the colors and most of those mismatches actually just functionally disappeared from the screen mm -hmm. as Adobe edited it. Yeah. I really don't think there's an argument that that video was real at any level. At, you know, maybe 
It could be that the footage of the, the drone capturing the airplane, that could be real. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure where it would be from, why it would happen, but that footage could be real. Because it came out after the satellite one, I doubt it because it kind of does match perfectly. I but will. that's the other thing is the, the argument that, you know, oh, well, how could they possibly match these two things so perfectly? Well, the satellite footage came out months before the thermal footage. Yeah. And somebody said that they found one of the satellite videos posted to Reddit in like on like March 15th or March 14th, uh, 2014. Um, and I will say really quickly with the thermal footage in particular having that thermal layer mm -hmm. over a 3d rendered video would do a great job of hiding the fact that those assets are mm -hmm. cgi yeah because you you know they probably either would you've used blender cinema 4d or even something like unreal engine yeah to create that essentially animatic and so let's go you know having to deal with the details that would be in that such as cloud movement and uh, you know, ex accurate exhaust, uh, you know, depiction in 3D space, um, it, that's a tough pull. But if you do pull that 3D, or sorry, the, the thermal layer on top of it, then everything becomes more two-dimensional, and it's a lot easier to essentially process that through and pass it off as real. Yeah. It's, I'm trying to, not, not Twitch. I wanted to go and find the, the quote-unquote stripped video. Uh... What, where they pull the thermal off of it? Yeah, because I, I wanted to see if I could find that. Oh, God, he went on Alex Jones. Um, yeah, I'm trying to find it in here, but I'm not seeing it. Ah, here we go, here we go. So let me uh, let me show you the, the quote-unquote stripped video, because we can talk about it in a second, but there's problems with this one as well. Uh, here we go. So you can see it right here. Uh, it is the one on the bottom. That is the allegedly somebody, according to this, used software to strip the video. The thermal layer out of the video, which that's uh, not how that works, but that's not the point. Yeah. If I can find, there's another one in here that shows the part where the, here we go. Uh... All right, so there is another issue. Contrails don't appear that fast, uh, that close to the aircraft. Um, <laughs> and, the, and the wash doesn't show up on thermal. So th there's a couple of issues with that as well. Uh, if I could just find this. Oh, God, and he went on. <laughs> Why, Ian? I just. This is my fault. That, that one might be my fault. I did put him in touch with Timcast. Um, like that just frustrates me. That's my fault. Uh, I'm really struggling to find it. There's one that does in fact show, I think there is one that shows the wormhole part. Um, and once again, if I remember correctly, it does not match, but the point is looking at it. Okay. Also, where does he have this? Yeah. He also has it going down over the Nicobar islands. Like I, which is not where that turn would have been. The turn he's suggesting would have been over the Andaman Sea, further back. Um, just really frustrating. Anyway, anyway, to get back to, to you know what we were going over, what we were talking about, we were able to recreate 
Or, sorry, we were able to show that the effect was almost certainly used. Yeah. Um, you because the other thing is, I, I'm sorry, but no, you do not, you do not get it to line up that perfectly. In God, one in a trillion instances, the likelihood that that would that that random '90s asset oh, yeah, would yeah, match yeah. the video, yeah, if it were real, is astronomical. Yeah, it is. It is statistically impossible. Yeah, the likelihood that a a that even one frame would match exactly. Yeah, in, yeah, yeah. In, in not just that effect, but just any stock effect in general. Yeah, is astronomical. You, it's you could probably take the total sum of digital effects ever made in human history and compare them to a real event and not get a single frame that matches. Yeah, like it's just. Um, also, in my opinion, the the FPS on that video looks weird. No, one hundred percent. Yeah, it does not look like thirty. No. Um, well, so most, which I don't know what those drones shoot in. I don't know what the drones shoot in, but I know for most like film projects, mm-hmm. they shoot twenty four. Okay, so that's definitely be not twenty four. It. Yeah, it's, it looks. That's my point. Is it looks too clean? Yeah, yeah it yeah, almost yeah. looks like a video game. And you know, it could be. Uh, we did just well. That's the other one too. Is the, the thing that frustrated me, and I, I really quick before we hit that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One thing I really want to hit. Um, hi, Ashton. We I don't know why you're being rude. We we've been very cordial with you. I uh, you know again. I as I said in this show, we we said we would luck, we would happily have you back on to discuss this live. The last conversation you and I had was over Twitter, where I was very polite and I had simply said. I do disagree with the MQ-1C stuff because if you look at the MQ-1C classified history that you mentioned, as well as the top speed, as well as the range, it's functionally impossible for that MQ-1C to be there. We also know that the MQ-1C has not been classified in 2014. It's been around since 1994. And as I said in that message, the MQ-1C is the Predator drone. It was in Modern Warfare, the first one and the second one, and the third one, and the remake, and the remakes, remake, and the remakes, remakes, remake. I don't, I don't know. I didn't talk smack about you, Ashton. I don't, like, you know what? I'm, (laughs) I'm going to let this interaction speak for itself. I'll happily post everything. um, If you want to do things that way, we, we offered you a very large platform. This one, and we were cordial, and even you, seemed to agree with that up until we disagreed. So, you know, that's that's on you, man. <laughs> if you have if you have an answer to what I said about the MQ1C not being classified in 2014, if you have an answer to the placement of the cameras not being classified in 2014 as I showed, sure, come on. We're happy to talk about it. I will even I will even accept an apology for that. <laughs> we can or, go we can go do it or if we want to discuss the breakdown that i did of the videos and you know talk a little bit more in depth about how vfx specifically works uh you know i'd be happy to do that and i'd be happy to have a conversation of what we think makes sense versus doesn't where questions may still yeah. lie and for the record this is the exact advice i gave you was don't do what you're currently doing in my chat we're not mad man this isn't mad this is what you're seeing on my face is disappointment because this, even in this show, I said, I think you're a genuine guy. I think you're seeking the truth. I just disagree with you. Like, we're trying to promote good conversations yeah. with people who disagree with each other. 
that's all we want to do. And we want to find the truth as a community. Yeah. And the best part about this community. In my opinion, we probably should have, we probably should have done the hard work on the thermal video before we had you on the first time. Like I was, I, you were there. I, you were tagged in the post where I told Brett from pop culture crisis. Hey, if you want Ashton's info, I'll give it to you. Like, I, you, you know, I don't, I don't even know what to say. It's, it's just, it's just frustrating. Yeah. Um, but you know, it is, it's nine o'clock. So I, I wanted to talk about more aspects of, of everything, but you know, obviously there's a lot to go over the thermal video. That's the part everyone cared the most about. I don't think anyone's, I, I, I am not of the opinion that that plane ever went South, that the Inmarsat data is real. Yeah. I think that's BS. I think that the flight simulator stuff only coming out because the FBI seems to have prodded Jeff Wise about it doesn't make any sense. We know Jeff Wise is now pushing the conspiracy theory that it somehow went to Russia. Yeah. Um, I wanted to talk about the fact that the Freescale stuff is hilarious. Well, that was one question I had for you. So after this video, what what's your most likely that you think from, from everything? Lithium ion battery fire. Yeah. Yeah. So the Freescale thing, to quickly go over it, Stems from basically a Facebook post made in, I think, 2014, 2015, mm. where they were like, just before this plane went missing, a huge freescale patent went through and it was breakthrough technology and all the patent holders were on the plane. And if the patent holders died, that meant that freescale got all the technology and freescale was owned by Blackstone and Blackstone was owned by, J owned by Jacob Rothschild. Like, except not a single one of the patent holders for the alleged patent was on the plane. And then also, the patent wasn't a breakthrough technology. It was just for improving, in, increasing the number of wave, wafers. Sorry, increase, increasing the number of tips on a wafer. Borderline like routine, from what I've seen. Yeah, it was basically like, hey, you know how thirty-two megabytes? It's actually not even that break that big of a breakthrough. It's like, all right, you know how uh, this this card right here, this this memory card, is two megabytes. Now it's four. That's literally what we're talking yeah. about. Um, so it's not breakthrough technology. Also, at the time, Freescale uh, was no longer owned wholly by Blackstone. They had sold it in 2011, retained 25% of the shares. Uh, they did eventually, when it merged with NXP, I believe they sold all of their remaining shares to NXP. Yeah. Uh, and NXP's funders. So... Blackstone did not own Freescale all the time. On top of all of that, Jacob Rothschild does not own Blackstone. He had a minority share, yeah. and there were at least two other groups or individuals who had shares equal to his. So, <laughs> the Freescale thing's out of the question. The one thing that I see that is glaringly obvious to me is that if a lithium-ion battery fire broke out, it would have downed that plane. Yeah. 100%. There is no argument, no discussion... And when you look at every single possibility here, the pilot suicide option is not Occam's razor because that involves a whole bunch of assumptions. Yep. And I think we showed pretty concretely, uh, yeah, no, he was not a political extremist. Uh, his marriage was falling apart, but it was him that wanted to leave. Yeah, like, even his daughter said it was relatively yeah. amicable. And even his wife was like, no, I don't think he'd do this. Yeah. You know, the woman who he was alleged to be cheating on was like, I really don't think he'd do this. Was like he was a good man. He just made mistakes. Yeah. I also like the, the the places people had to go to connect him to political extremism 
all of them included people hearing, oh, well, I heard that his brother was arrested for sodomy, even though he didn't do it. And it's like, well, no, there was a guy who was arrested for sodomy and he was a supporter of that guy, but more in the way that like, I was a supporter of Gary Johnson in 2016. Like, I would have been mad if they jailed him for sodomy. You were probably Especially because who gets jailed for sodomy in the United States in 2016? Um, I guess it depends on the place, too. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't think any state has sodomy laws anymore. I wouldn't be surprised. It's not like consensual like, sodomy laws. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they're like the outdated laws. Probably, yeah. Like yeah. How Pennsylvania has a law that if two trains are approached each other on the same track, neither may proceed until the other is passed. Yep. What does that mean? You're the train guy. Okay, so... That makes absolutely zero sense. Yeah, right. if, if no turn off. Um, but how can either proceed until the other is passed? If neither can proceed until the other is passed. Do so you remember the bill for the night when the founding fathers signed? The yeah. All right. Good point. <laughs> good point. Yeah. So. Uh, right. So the the line of thinking that he was a political extremist, that's why he did it. Well, why would you down a plane full of Chinese people for Malaysian political issues? Also. There was no manifesto. Yeah. There was no message. There was no conversation that was recorded anywhere. Yeah. So you're making assumptions. The only one that doesn't require you to make assumptions is, well, when lithium-ion batteries overheat, they basically cause a chain reaction that cannot even be stopped with water. Yep. So they weren't insulated. They were not inspected at the airport. And what was the exact weight of it again? Do you remember? It's like 221 kilograms of batteries. So that's like 450 like pounds. pounds yeah. yeah, it was, it, it's, it, and it was in a, it was in a sealed container. Yeah. I don't know if it was airtight, but even if it wasn't, you get hot enough, fast enough in there and it'll still explode. Yeah. So at the very least, it would have caused a fire that could not be put out that would have spread all over the cargo hold and then into the plane. Yeah. At the most, it would have broken the plane up in midair because it would have basically formed a pressure bomb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think the most likely scenario here is that it was a lithium ion battery fire. I I think that there's a number of reasons that that would be covered up. Mm. The very simple one is it's embarrassing as hell for not just the the Malaysian Aviation Authority, but the UN, the United States who are kind of the like we're we're generally the lead on regulation yeah. of things, which I know shocks a lot of people. But believe it or not, the United States, in terms of regulation of things like air travel and uh, drugs and things like that, is one of the most stringent countries on Earth. Yeah. I Obviously, you know, America has the TSA, which has not stopped a single terrorist attack since it was instituted, but it has groped a whole bunch of people. Yes. Also, I mean, it has prevented people from bringing an entire water bottle on the plane. It could have been devastating if you really couldn't get something wet. You know, there's a lot of valuable and dangerously important electronics on planes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With with a single bottle of water. With a single bottle of water, you can affect all of the six redundancies everything has. <laughs> um, yeah, and I think a lithium-ion lithium battery fire also explains why the comms went off. Yeah. Like, the catch is on fire and fries the electronics. Obviously, it's not going to be connected to A cars. It's not going to have the ADSB system. It's not going to have the VHF system. Yeah. There's just no way it can communicate. Uh, now, the real question is that radar signature. So I'm wondering, did it? Did so, did they realize something was wrong and turn around to try and fly back over? 
The 777 does have redundancies that allow it to maintain altitude. Mm. It can continue flying. Yeah. It can continue turning. It does not have redundancies that allow you to land it manually. I mean, with which is weird that a plane would not allow you to be able to do that. Yeah. But I will say for what you were asking about turning around, from what I understand of aviation practice, especially if they didn't have contact with anybody, the safest thing for them to do in the event of an emergency mm -hmm. would to return from essentially not the port of call, but where they had originated their flight from, mm -hmm. because it's the only place that essentially they have any like tether to. So even if they have no communication, mm -hmm. that's going to be the best bet. Yeah. It's just, it, I mean, I just don't see a more likely option. Yeah. Given everything. Yeah. yeah. They, maybe they turned around and they did manage to stay in the air long enough to fly over. You know, maybe it was that the, I mean, the fire wouldn't spread slowly, but maybe it was that the electronics did, in fact, go down. Yeah. Uh, and they were trying to land it and they couldn't. And then th that's the one possibility where I can see that the Inmarsat thing could possibly be true. The problem is, if it is a lithium-ion battery fire, the plane's not staying in the air that long. No. I think... I think it probably did. You know, it, it, the, the thing that I can say that rejects the fewest facts is... They recognized something was wrong over the South China Sea. They turned around and they flew back towards Malaysia, not having any way of coordinating where they were going, probably pointed for a city thinking, all right, maybe we can find a way to land. Plane doesn't have the ability to land without interference. Maybe they were like, well, if we can get it back online in time, if we can find a way to fix this, then maybe. Yeah. And then they couldn't. So they couldn't actually remain airborne and probably went down. Yeah. Um, you know, it could be that the fire did start and spread and it knocked out the systems, but didn't blow up the plane. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just, I, it's, it, I think that the fact that it goes off of radar and then connects to the satellite is too suspicious if we say that, then we're only rejecting satellite data. If we say it was a lithium-ion battery fire, the only thing we have to reject is the satellite data. Yeah. That's the fewest number of rejections. That's Occam's razor. Yep. I think lithium-ion battery fire, I think the possibility it was shot down is also up there, but I don't think it's more likely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so also to be clear, when I was saying, you know, and I don't, I don't care about Ashen's opinion on this anymore, uh, <laughs> I really don't. Um, unless he wants to apologize for that, but I, uh, you know, I, I just am stunned at, at that behavior. Uh, but the reason I was like, oh no, he went on these shows was not being like, oh no, now Ashton's propagating his beliefs to a far right audience, which is probably what a lot of you were thinking. Yeah. Um, no, I, uh, Ian Crossland's audience is not far right. Alex Jones is that's a different story. You know, I don't think Alex Jones himself is the worst person in the world. I just, I, I think he's made some horrible, horrible decisions and hurt a lot of people, but I think it's mainly out of ignorance more than malice. Um, as for Ian Crossland, I've met the guy. He's a really nice guy. I really like him. I wish I could sit down and talk to him a lot because he's got a lot of really cool ideas. And I think he's missing some pieces of them. Mm. Uh, I think he's also onto it when it comes to graphene. I think graphene is going to be big. I wish there was a way for me to easily invest in graphene. There is not. 
Correct me if that's the essentially the molecularly organized carbon yeah, stuff. That yeah. can basically do anything. Anything. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It seems really cool. It does, yeah. Ian, if you want to come on the show and talk about graphene, I'm all for it. Or yeah. we can come down to, to you guys. Either way, I would love to talk graphene. Yeah. Um, yeah. So with that said, you know, that was not me being like, oh no, Ashton's ideas are propagating. It was like, oh boy, these two are not the most critical hosts. Uh <laughs> But I do love Ian. I do love Ian. Um, really nice guy. He probably doesn't even remember me, but <laughs> I had a great time talking to him. And really everybody down there. You know, I, I know that Tim Pool gets a lot of flack, but everybody I met down uh, at the Beanie Compound was super nice, super welcoming. Which is um, a great name for a oh, yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. it was great time. Uh, Phil Labonte being one of my favorite people. <laughs> nice. Yeah, just a really, really cool to get to hang out with a real rock star and hear about actual rock star life from yeah. a guy who did it like that's a that's just a cool experience whether you agree with him politically or not like that's just kind of cool to yeah, it's a how, of history. Of, how often do you get to talk to a, a touring rock musician rarely if ever and like at length not just at a meet and greet yeah you know, that was that was a cool moment for me especially growing up in the emo subculture like yeah. you know he's more into the metal side but like two there, there's overlap yeah there is so anyway but Super chat time. Sounds good. So we'll cover the two $20 super chats that came in while we were having the discussion. Nico Chase for $20 says, I come on and the first thing I hear was strip video. Did I misread the title? Huh? Oh, no. We were talking <laughs> about strip video. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, all right. Woo. So it's not that kind of stream, guys. I mean, it could be. You can go over to Twitch for that. <laughs> Careful, YouTube. We didn't mean it. <laughs> How do, can I do the... There we go. No, I did one. Hang on. The cross is getting in the way of my... That might be a sign. Yeah, it's... <laughs> can't, I can't get it up through here. It's really the cross. It's the necklace. It's not even the cross. It's... All right, here we go. There it is. All right. See, you know, it's that kind of stream now, boys. Incredible. <laughs> uh, the next one was from K Android for $20. Says, you guys, do, you guys do such great work. I always look forward to your videos. Oh, I'm sorry you. your guest turned on you guys. He can't say that he wants the truth. It's... Uh, he's if he's turned off to constructive criticism. Anyways, uh, you guys doing it right. Thank you so much, Andrew. We appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, thank you. And and the thing is, like again, I'm not angry at Ash, and I'm just disappointed. I can't believe I'm saying that to a man twice my age. Yeah. But I, uh, like, I don't know what you expect when you put an idea out there. It's gonna have people who who look at it. Like, if what you want is for people to look at your ideas. You can't be upset when they start poking holes. Like, it, we're not poking holes out of malice. It's not because we want him to fail or we want to embarrass him. No. We said very clearly to him privately, hey, be careful. Yeah. Don't don't push too far. And, you know, the, the response of, like, I'm living in everybody's head rent-free is just... <laughs> I mean, I, I, I didn't say... I even warned him. I even told him. I was like, hey, by the way, our video is coming out. We do disagree with you. Yeah, we like, gave my heads up like a couple and, days in advance. And, you know, we had the conversation where we were basically, Aiden asked me, he was like, how, you know, how do you want to play this? Because we were both firmly of the opinion that this was fake. Yeah. Uh, and I was basically like, I don't want it to be, I don't want it to be Ashton that yeah. we're attacking. I want it to be, we reviewed this, we tried it ourselves. In our professional opinion, this is most likely fake. And one of the problems was that one of the things that he said on Danny Jones show was, oh, well, you know, they didn't actually try and fake it. Why doesn't somebody try to? So we did. 
and we got one of the frames. And I think that, again, I really do think that that one specific frame is just, it's perfect. And you know what, at this point, fine. Like, let's let's see if we can match a few more. We don't have to match all of them. Yeah. If we can match one frame for, I don't know, how long is the effect? I think it's like five frames, five or six frames. Really? Yeah. Is it that quick? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Then we can probably match each frame. Yeah, it'll take a little more just because, like, again, like, I'm not a VFX artist, so, like, I can That's mess the thing, it for me. My point is more like, if we can get the shape to match, oh, yeah. Then it's not, it's a hop, skip, and a jump to say, hey, it took us an hour and a half to get yeah. each frame to match, mostly. Yeah. We're doing it in 1080. They're doing it in 720 or 480, even. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, there's going to be a little bit more fuzz to it. Like, but I think we can do it. I think at this point we just have to. Then we just put up a, a um, separate video of that's what I need. Let's just do one. Yeah. Let's just do it as a short. Yeah. Um, sure. And then you go on Laura Lounge or something if you want to record the whole thing. But yeah, yeah, yeah. anyway. So I, yeah. All right. Fine, Ashton. If you want to play hardball, we'll play hardball. <laughs> Pretty confident we can do it. Yeah. I if appreciate we can't, confidence. If we can't, then I'm sure one of the three hundred and forty thousand of you can. Yeah. I mean, if any of you with VFX experience. Yeah. You know, I'll tell you this much. Do it. Go for if, it. if one of you can do it, we'll pay you five hundred bucks. Yeah, it's not it's not one hundred and fifty thousand, but we'll actually give it to you. Yeah. Um. So there, open call. Uh, first person to to put a perfectly recreated or even even like frame for frame. Yeah. Recreated version of that. Yeah. In my inbox, we will we will Venmo you five hundred dollars. Do we want to give a time frame? I don't figure if people do it, they'll do it. No, I know, but like, so that way we can stop taking submissions at a certain time frame. I just figured if it comes through, we'll announce it. But yeah, I, yeah. yeah, I mean, just so that way, like, we don't give it, like, if somebody gives it through, but then maybe, like, somebody, like, right after that gets it through, you know, we want to make sure that, you know, we're not having st- people still do it, like, months from now. Right, right, yeah. All right, yeah. So we'll, uh, how about this? Um, if somebody can get it done by. Somebody can get it done by March 8th. Sure. That's then that's the data one missing. Oh well, yeah, there we go. If if you can send us one and we'll it'll be the first one, we will I'll tell you what, we will make a video of them if multiple people send them through and we'll post your socials, your yeah. your uh your website, anything you want. But whoever's first will get $500. Yeah, we'll do If you guys have ever seen Quarter Cruise videos, they do challenges sometimes. They had the train thing where uh, people took the idea and they all did a bunch of like their own little kind of uh, uh, what's the what's the word for a little like uh, story within a story almost kind of thing, just like a frame essentially of a story. Mm-hmm. So we'll do that kind of style. You know, the person who gets the first one in that is the you know as close as we possibly can be that'll get the prize. But we'll put a full video of all of the. just how much these can be recreated yeah so yeah i mean bring bring send them along we'll happily do it uh and i mean armin and all right well if you're gonna be a dick we'll be we'll we'll prove you wrong like we'll we won't give you the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. We will definitively make this known. Um, so no, you can't you can't provoke people and then call them butthurt when they get provoked. 
them butt hurt when they get provoked. Do. <laughs> I'm just saying that's what butt hurt is. At least you're honest. Yeah, I mean, if I'm like, you're a fat whore and you get mad at me, he's not butt hurt. He's insulted, rightfully so. Yeah. Now, granted, he is neither. Um, you're so good at this. <laughs> Stop fueling the rumors. Uh, <laughs> it's half the fun. Yeah, I know, I know. All right, so what's the next one? Uh, so the next $20 one is from uh, Negit? Negit? What? N-E-G-Y-T? Yeah, I guess. I guess. Uh, speaking of 4chan being trolls, weren't they also responsible for the dangerous make-your-own-crystals hoax? I believe they were, yes. Now, again, 4chan is not an organized group of people. This is a bunch of trolls on a website that allows you to post anonymously. In fact, forces you to post anonymously. 4chan is the best representation of the idea that conspiracies are likely not overarching, organized, like, mm -hmm. groups of people executing one goal. It's groups of chaotic individuals doing their own thing with a common goal. Uh, at least frequently yeah. that happens in throughout history. But, um... Yeah, so, uh, just going back to the regular Super Chats, uh, is you have to remember 23 months. I can't believe it's been that long. That's crazy. Saying hello, boys, I'm back is welcome. We are very glad to have you back. Mm -hmm. uh, Jack Garcia for 199 uh, said number two is Lenore, and we all hate him as fans. Uh, <laughs> okay, that's good to know because garbage person, <laughs> like you can't you can't shove a receiver onto the ground as the ball's in the air and then whine about being called for PI. There were several more PIs that should have been called that yeah. weren't. Um, <laughs> it's like they forgot the game they were yeah. playing. Also, I hope this puts to bed the whole the refs are helping the Eagles win thing. <laughs> because not calling the hold on Blankenship where he's literally has number 10 laying on top of him, like dead fishing himself. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's football, man, not basketball or soccer. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, Miss Mori for $2 says, hopefully no fan fiction of the girl under the desk. <laughs> no. Uh, we already did that one earlier. Okay. Uh, you are wrong for $2. Wait, no, we didn't. Oh, it was an addiction. Yeah. Alpharius Omega for $5 says, I quoted six, Genesis 6, 1 through 4, and said that while I wouldn't begin to justify the actions of the sons of God, that looking at her, I can understand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? Keep using that one. You'll find the one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Or you won't. <laughs> that's, the, that's the perfect representation of, like, you, you being yourself allows you to find the people you're going to mesh with, because there's going to be someone who appreciates that somewhere. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Uh, you're wrong for $2, says Fly Eagles foot. Wait. Listen. <laughs> still 10 and 2. <laughs> also, I believe the 49ers were coming off a bye. Oh, were they? I think so, and I think the Dallas Cowboys have a bye this week. Hmm. It was either the 49ers were coming off a bye and so were the Cowboys or the Bills and the 49ers were both coming off of a bye. All I remember is that two of the teams in the gauntlet were coming off of a bye. Got it. We're now three and one in the gauntlet. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not super concerned. How do you feel about the, I mean, the Eagles? Uh, well, here's how I feel about the Eagles in general. Mm -hmm. Fire Brian Johnson. Yeah, you've been on that kick for Fire him. Gone. I do not care who you replace him with. Grab the, the cashier at the nearest Wawa. They will do better. I used to say that was probably the most Philly thing that has been said on this podcast so far. I think everybody just needs to get a Wawa hoagie and throw it at the man probably. at this point. It is something Philly fans do. Yeah. Throw things at Exactly. People. You know? Um, 
the guy can't seem to make a balanced game plan. He either runs the ball entirely too much or passes the ball downfield entirely too much. Like, he needs to, guy needs to go coach a high school team for a few years and then try and come back. Sheesh. <laughs> you guys want to do a show where I just react to Eagles games? I can. I could just be on your personal. Yeah. <laughs> just, I just can't show the game. Yeah. But yeah. All right. Next one. Next one is from Christopher J. Rich for 499 says, I love you guys. I think about, uh, I think about this jet all the time. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, but mm -hmm. it's, it's worth thinking yeah. about. To be clear, I'm happy for you fans. I'm happy for you fans. I know that feels good. For the 49ers? Yeah. Yeah. I just think that. Several people on your team. And I actually really like Christian McCaffrey and Brock Purdy as people. Um, I don't know much of the other rest of the players on the team, but just there was so much dirty play that I um, like also you. We were down by like 23 points mm -hmm. and uh, whatever number two's name was mm -hmm. just like laid out DeAndre Swift in a blindside hit. Like even yeah. if DeAndre Swift had scored, it would have done nothing. Yeah. And he wasn't going to. He had his safeties back there. Like, Swift was not going to score. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, and to be clear, I remember the Reggie Bush hit. The <laughs> difference is that was a game. It wasn't over. <laughs> Next is from Phantomaniacs for $10 saying, I don't remember if this was discussed in the episode, but it could have been a hijacking? Question mark? Uh, also, I have re-listened to the Weird Bible podcast, and I have questions I would like to ask. How do I do that? Uh, you could wait until until we announce the uh, the Q and A for the new episodes. Yeah, that is probably the best way to get them answered. Or come hang out in one of my uh, one of my personal shows and and come ask there. Yeah. Um, Tuesday is the the reaction show night, so come on Tuesday night at seven to seven to nine p.m. Um, and I if you if you pop them in there, I will I will answer them and I'll even ask one of the mods to be on the lookout for your questions. Cool. Uh, so what about the hijacking possibility? The hijacking possibility. So there were the two Iranians mm -hmm. on the plane. The thing about hijackings is generally somebody takes responsibility. Mm -hmm. Nobody took responsibility. Mm -hmm. um, the two Iranians with the stolen passports are like the real reason anybody would claim it was hijacked. Mm -hmm. And specifically the reason we're hiding, just yeah. to make sure it's crystal clear for everybody, it's because their passports were stolen, not just because they're Iranian. Yeah, and it's not like this was a, the kind of flight that, like, it, you might be able to say, oh, well, maybe it was the railroad companies. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the kind of flight that you could substitute with a train route. Yeah. So I just, I see no motive. I see no evidence. You know, the stolen passports could just be asylum seeking. A lot of people are like, oh, well, why would you not fly direct to Germany? Why would you fly to China first? Like, that was one of the ideas that we're trying to get to Germany. Availability of flights. Exa availability of flights, how much money you have. You might have connections in Beijing that are going to get you new documents. Like, there's any number of possibilities. Yeah. I, I just think lithium-ion battery fire seems the most likely at this point. Yep. Kirby for 499 says, I can only be here for a moment, but I've been binging the show lately, and I love your guys' work. Thank so you. so much. Norberto Rodriguez Jr., good to see you as always for yes. $5, saying battery fire plus U.S. intercepted them and failed to help or didn't or failure to communicate caused the tragedy and it was swept save face. Uh, th that does kind of follow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know about us intercepting them. I I feel like that would only have been necessary in the... If they event. thought it was going to hit something. Exactly, that you had brought up in the video previously. Which, you know, maybe could be that. It's possible, for sure. It could be that that's why it disappears over after Point Mikar. It could yeah. be that that's why it flies back. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't know. 
that's the other thing is like i'm not gonna sit here and tell you i know what happened i just nobody knows what happened I just have thoughts and i think i know what didn't Miss Mori for $5 says, further proof against the rendering. Rendering farms will f render things in seconds that you can subscribe to. Guy who made uh, Backrooms ARG uses one. Oh. Yeah. Nah. Yeah, you can offload rendering now. And, yeah, I mean, honestly, like, even back then, with the type of videos that they mm -hmm. are, wouldn't have been No. I think there would be a bigger paper trail, but... I've seen my buddy make a, in, like, an interactive 3D ocean asset. Like, looks like actual waves inside of After Effects mm -hmm. in, like, an hour on Discord just because he wanted to use it as, like, a background for a music track he made that he was going to post somewhere. So, yeah. like, it, yeah, it's it's insane what you can do with a computer. I, I think that, that might be... That was be, in high school, by the way. I think that's kind of part of it, too, and I, I don't mean... Again, I'm not trying to attack Ashton. It, just, like, it's not his area of expertise. He was an... I looked at his... He was an IT consultant. Yeah. Like for hospitals. Yeah, I don't think he's a dumb guy, but this is this is you're you're out of your depth. It's the same way that when he was throwing out all those science words on the last one that we had with him, I I, I sat there and I said, I'm out of my depth. Yeah. Like I don't I can't I can't argue with you. I can't question you further on this. Yeah. I simply don't know. And I think, you know, it could be that he's 20 years older than us. And to him, Maybe it seems really hard to do because the technology he he remembers when he was a kid was so far behind. High schoolers can do this stuff now. It's it's. I just think there's there's far too much in that that version of things that requires suspension of disbelief. Yeah, it it is the opposite end of Occam's razor for yeah. sure. Uh, yes, we're we're going to mention. Ashton, in the video, I'm not, when I make Missing for when I make Missing for about why they disagree with my claim, yeah, they're going to talk about me. Also great, because maybe we missed something and then we can learn. Yeah, that's the other thing is like, I don't know if you guys noticed, but in part two, I pronounced Kuala Lumpur better. Probably not totally correct, but. Well, that is one sticking point for you. You really do try to get your pronunciation yeah. as accurate as possible, <laughs> which just goes to feed into the fact that, like, you continuously want to learn. Yeah, it's, and, you know, it's really right, man. Yeah. Like, every time we cover anything that is related to anything Eastern or the Native American tribe. Yeah, I was like, even Irish. Yeah. Irish, I'm like, I'm, I made a TikTok the other day about uh, Mari Floyd, and I... Again, I've seen it spelled with only one L. I've also seen it spelled with two L's. So I was pronouncing it Lloyd. Mm -hmm. Apparently it's the soft L, Floyd. Mm -hmm. uh, Floyd, Floyd, I think. I'm not Welsh. It's hard. But the point is, I even said in the video, I was like, I'm going to tag Welsh guy in America so he can rate me over the coals for this pronunciation. <laughs> like, it is not to toot my own horn. It's just like, I, I know. <laughs> Here's what I'm going to say. We've been around longer than Ashton. We've been in more controversy than Ashton. We're bigger than Ashton. We know what it's like to be criticized. We know what it's like to have people review your stuff and disagree with you. And we tried to share our experiences with him to, so, to help him avoid making the mistakes we did. This is not me bragging about who we are or how we got here. We had a lot of help. We had a lot of advice from people that yeah. we took. 
and that's how we got here. That's why we're still around almost three years later. Yeah. Despite the fact that we are not still talking frequently about the thing that made us big. We listened, we learned, and we rolled it into how we do things. We we look back every six months and we're like, man, I can't believe we used to do things that way. Yeah. Like, you got to develop a thicker skin when it comes to this. Yeah, that's just the name of the game. I mean, the, the, the more attention you bring on yourself, the more criticism you bring on yourself. Yeah, it's just, you know, and here's the thing. I haven't hopped into podcasts he's been doing going, actually, you're wrong about yeah, I, I've totally, I I have very deliberately avoided saying anything negative about Ashton. So, yeah, I mean, keep keep talking. You're only making it worse for him. Every, every single time you you act as though we're butthurt, we're upset, we're something like that. I'm just taking it as as fuel to be like, all right, well, if you're if you're gonna double down, then so will I. There is one thing that nobody who knows me will argue with you about. And it is that I am one of the most stubborn people they ever have met. <laughs> I'm going to pause the podcast real quick. As someone who's known him for a decade, the reason I've known him for a decade and I continue to know him is because I know the great things about him. And I know many of those things. Um, one of the things that's not so great is how stubborn he is. One of the ways that this friendship exists is because I know there are certain things that you just... you. you you don't want to. You don't want to challenge him on mainly because he doesn't stand his feet in the ground unless he knows what he's talking about. So when he does that, I listen. Um, there have been several times where I've done that and been wrong. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. But I, as a friend, I still will not admit that Dan McClellan was actually right about something I argued with him about. <laughs> I guess I kind of just did. Yeah, fair. I but still think the guy's a hack. But yeah, the, the but he was right and I was wrong. There. But the most important thing I've recognized is that um, if you're going to get personal with him, that's a mistake. <laughs> Professional's great. You can disagree with him all you want. I will happily have professional disagreements. Don't make it personal. <laughs> personal is a mistake. I'm giving that advice. Uh, as let's, his personal yeah. friend. Mom Lenniel made it personal. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, do we want to go to the next yeah. question? So Ryan Whitka for $5 says, Hello, gentlemen. Very much enjoyed the last video. Always a good one when both Aidens make an appearance and have a great week, gents. Thanks. Thank you. It's not often that it's relevant for me to show up, but I'm glad I can <laughs> help when I when possible. Uh, Gamer for $5 says, Glad you guys have a reasonable process for debunking the videos and don't just say everyone else might, must be wrong. Love you guys. Happy to help out. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I mean, you know, the entire goal that we yeah. have here is that, like, we're not going to say something unless... Not even necessarily that we believe it, but there's evidence that shows that it may be possible. <laughs> Manicos do not make it personal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. with, And a lot of people have picked up on this recently. Uh, I think because we have a, an influx of people watching the podcast that in the, the recorded videos, much more tame about my personal opinions. Oh, yeah. Um, these are kind of for us to... Talk. Yeah, I mean, so these, these are still think. these are still professional, but they're slightly less professional. Yeah, it's, and... it, this, this is a space for me to kind of let the thoughts out. Yeah, and be like here's the things that I didn't necessarily want to say in the video, but I think are also relevant or let me clear some things up. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Next would be uh, Ryan Wickup again for two dollars. Says, "Oh boy, Aiden the tease <laughs> <laughs> with the yeah yeah, yeah there it is." 
Uh, and then Ethan Vicker for $5 says, Hey, totally unrelated, but I got some of the Mount Pocono Perk. It is one of the best my wife and I have ever had. Love all the shows. Thank you. Thank you. We couldn't agree more. He did pick it out and make the blend himself. Yeah. Uh, it is well. I gotta, I gotta throw some credit to to Matt Moore from Tableau. Hundred percent. Because our 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 roaster, you know, he basically sent us a bunch of bags of coffee as a, a gift, and then offered to do a blend for us. I was like, oh hell yeah! Oh, it's so good. And uh, I basically was like, here's what I want. I really love Ethiopian Yogurt Chef. I really like. Um, I think it was Honduran. <clears throat> I said I wanted to have an Indonesian. Like I gave him all the things. And I was like, those are the flavors I want. You make it happen. He made it happen. So, I mean, the guy is a wizard. Yeah, he's great at what he does. Ahmad just for two said, hey, you. Hey, you. Uh, Negative again for $20. So speaking of fortune... Oh, wait, we already yeah. did that one, sorry. Uh, Michael Austin for $5 says, need to straighten Ian out on Christianity. Makes my brain hurt. I'm glad you picked up precisely what I was talking about. <laughs> Christianity in Rome. I just want to sit down with the guy and have some beers and be like, all right, buddy. <laughs> You're really, I really like where you're going, but let's maybe have a talk. <laughs> yeah, right energy, wrong direction. Uh, Dow for $2 says, appreciate you guys and your content. You rock. Thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, Amanda Heinemann for four ninety nine dollars said, screaming right now because Ashton is uh, uh, winding one, four, three, wow, big numbers about people about you. <laughs> and for the record, being very rude and condescending, we'll show after yeah. the stream. Here's the thing, like, Ashton, buddy. Oh, what is he live on his channel? Probably like of all the channels, of all the channels in the world. Yeah, you haven't heard of his mom millennial story, have you? And that, that's not what even, what, even what I mean. I mean, like when we had him on, we were extremely polite. Mm-hmm. Even though I think you and I both had several he's full of shit moments during that stream. Yeah, but we wanted to give him the benefit of it out. Yeah. Primarily because we weren't as prepared as we would have liked to have been going into it. Yeah. Like, you know, all of the physics terminology that he was throwing out. I love physics. Wasn't that caught up on a lot of that stuff. So in the meantime, yeah. before this video we put out on Friday, I, you know, went back and re, you know, yeah. brushed off the rust and things and like learned about what that was talking and, about. And the other thing is like we weren't even being rude about his stuff in this video. We were basically like, we were like, here's what he said. Here's why we disagree with it. Yeah. That's, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> um. So call us butthurt, but I mean. I mean, if you want to say that, sure. But like at the end of the we're day. We're not the ass you should be looking at. <laughs> yeah, it's just, we, we want to find the truth of stuff, man. It's, yeah. you know, that's what it comes down to. And we'll get stuff wrong. We do get stuff wrong. All the time. All the time. That's that, <laughs> our goal is that we learn from our mistakes. You guys get to learn along with us. That's kind of the idea. Yeah. <laughs> Please forgive us for, you know, our transgressions. Uh, Wing of Shoe for $2 says, the Seahawks still choked hardest in the Super Bowl. That's That was rough, man. What year was it? I feel like it was 2012, maybe. That long ago? It was a while ago. Wow. 2012, 2013, maybe. It was at the beginning of Russell Wilson's career. Yeah, he was like in his third or fourth year, I think. That's crazy. They had Marshawn Lynch. And they did not give the ball to him. Which is just... Also, I don't know that the Seahawks necessarily choked the hardest. Because I seem to remember a 28-3 incident. When was this? Falcons. Hmm. I think that one might be a bigger choke. What year was that? Uh, we were in college. I think it was our freshman year of college. So, 2018? It would have been the, 20, the Super Bowl that was 2017. Yeah. Yeah. Because wow. the Eagles won the next year. Right, 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 right. Birds. Go loads. 
Dopamine Farmer for Canadian $13.99. That's fun. Uh, good evening, guys. I've been binging all of the episodes for months, and I am a patron of the channel. Love it. I live in Vancouver Island, and there are some into thin air style disappearances here. If you got names, let us know. Yeah, please let us know. We'll, yeah. we'll look into it. I also will get better about checking the Patreon messages, I promise. Uh, <laughs> we'll get there. There's just so many. We'll give you a calendar reminder yeah. for it. Uh, Equus Heart for it's not 20 the only calendar reminder we need. We need to get that calendar done. Amanda said she would shoot it. All right, let's, that works. let's just do that. Yeah, we got lights. All right, so we're not going to eat this week. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not. It's going to be a calendar. It's not going to be sexy, but it, it'll be a calendar. It will be a calendar. <laughs> it will be a calendar. It will be slutty, but it might not be sexy. <laughs> it may. It, you may just. It, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. You're going to see a lot of this in cut-off jeans and cut-off flannels. Yeah. And with oil. Maybe some jorts? Definitely jorts. Jorts, I'm yeah. Thinking, I'm thinking jeans. I'm thinking oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking we go to Walmart. We get some ugly jeans. Yeah. And we just... Oh, I've already got a pair. Beautiful. Beautiful. NASCAR Let's weekend. Do it. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, Equistar for $20 says, Would there be any chance of you looking into the Cindy James death by unknown event case? Uh, there's a lot that doesn't add up to me, and I feel like it's yet another case where someone is covering something up. Indeed, James. Yeah, we'll definitely look into it. Death by what? Uh, death by unknown event case. Unknown event. Oh, death by unknown event is the name of a podcast. Death of Cindy James is the uh, British Columbia disappeared, died. All right, I can definitely take a look at it. Um. I can't promise that we'll do a video, but I'll at least, at the very least, take a look at the story. I think I may have heard this name from Lazy Masquerade. He's a guy that we, that I frequently do reactions to on, on the, uh, the stream. And when I say reactions, I really mean it's more of a commentary thing where we'll sit there and we'll look at the case and we'll, as they present it, be like, all right, so here's how it sounds so far. Basically just me going through my process. Yeah. As, as we watch the videos. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Alan Smithy for $2 says, came for the mystery, stayed for the Pennsylvanian. Go yeah. birds. <laughs> That's what it's all about. Uh, yeah, I was up in New York all weekend, and there was definitely some New York slander going on. It was funny. Uh, Dopamine Farmer for Canadian $6.99. Also, I was on the Forehead Fables podcast recently and brought you up. Have they messaged you? They will likely ask you about cryptids. Uh, let me take a look through my requests. Uh... Don't see anything from them in my personal one. What about Lore Lodge? I don't know where they would have messaged me. Yeah, that's a good question. There's a lot of requests over there, though. Um, yeah, there's a lot of messages, but none from them. Uh, I can, I can certainly, if I remember that that name, I can certainly reach out uh, and ask. But yeah, uh, tell them to email us at thelorelodge@gmail.com. That way, our comms guy will see it. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Or if they want to do aiden.mattis at lstagency.com, that's our management. We'll see it, and that will get forwarded to us as well. Um, do not send weird emails to that address. Our managers will see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, or do, but Cam and Trevor, I'm sorry if they do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We also, if, if, you, if you own a business and you want to uh, like advertise... Like if, if you like ship nationwide or you have a show or something like that and you, you want to advertise, I'm not going to tell you it's inexpensive, but we do, we do do sponsorship slots. So yeah. 
Uh, all dragons are sluts for twenty dollars. Says ADHD, ADD common trait is stubbornness. I would know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Doctor Glorfindel for five dollars says Rick Birds, but W Dom Sedan or Sandro. Yeah. Uh, we'll get him next time. Much love, lads. Have a good night. Yeah. D- did you see that part? No. Which part was that? Dom DeSandro, the the head of security for the Eagles. Oh, I just missed this. Yeah. So uh, Greenlaw, the one of the linebackers, uh, as Devonte Adams, as the whistle was being blown, just yeah. picked Devonte Adams up and threw him onto the ground, which is hilarious because Devonte Adams weighs less than us. Yeah. Well, at least less than me. Yeah. Um. Then so Dom DeSandro, so Greenlaw gets back up, and there's clearly a little bit of a scuffle that might begin, and DeSandro, being the head of security. Like, gets in between the players and the, the Eagles players and the 49ers players. His job. Yeah. He doesn't... I don't think he touched it. He may have kind of, like, you know, been, like, a little... Separate like, him, yeah. But, you know, like, pushed to, like, the lower pads, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. Not, like, shove, but, like, hey, back off, back off. Uh, and then Greenlaw just throws a left jab right at him, and it basically just glances him right here. Whoa! The funny part is Sandra doesn't flinch. He really? just very slightly moves his head back a little bit. <laughs> Uh, and for whatever reason, they ejected both Greenlaw and DeSandro. What? Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> it, it's like if, if it's like if I had been working as a bouncer and kicked yeah. somebody out of the bar, and the bartender kicked me out too. That's what? shocking. You're like, like actually shocking. Yeah. So I'm sure conversations will yeah, be ahead tonight. W for Dom DeSandro. That man is a. Uh, I think the NFL or NFL memes or something put out a list of like a, a highlight reel of him. Oh really? <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. That was fast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Revro's 509 for $2 says, uh, but it's the ass we want to look at. Calendar? Yeah, it's just a little reminder there. Uh, y- you know what? We might need to hit the gym and do some hip thrusts. Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. the ass ain't what it used to be, boys. We'll get some lunges going. We'll get some yeah. squats going. It'll be... It'll. Might have to contact that guy from TikTok who has the... Oh, the absolute dumpy? Yeah, yeah that, that guy. guy's insane. Is it real? It's not real. Dude, it might it's be. It's gotta be a prosthetic. I don't know. Uh... We'll find out. If, if it is real, that man needs to be a running back. Yeah. Dude could do the tush-push himself. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Alex Darby for $20 says, What about the Bruce Springsteen slash Mango <laughs> After all, Springsteen had songs titled I'm on Fire, I'm Going Down, and Brilliant Disguise, <laughs> according to Google. Just kidding, I dig your channel's grounded approach. Honestly, no, I love that. I want that, thrown that in. We should have thrown that in. That would have been so good. That would have been fantastic. Um, did you guys like the Star Wars references at the beginning? <laughs> I saw people in the... I couldn't see or hear the video because the reception was so bad where I was, but I knew what point the video was when I saw Star Wars. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Star Wars. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. Uh, what's next? Uh, Michael Austin for $5 says, uh, Patton slash Rothschild theory is too close to certain other theories for my comfort popular with a certain crowd these days yeah i mean i again i am i am not one to accuse literally every conspiracy theory of being anti-semitic but that one was just blatant oh yeah like you had they had to lie so many times about that one like there's no way a rational person mm-hmm. who actually did look into it comes away from that and goes yeah there's no way it didn't start as somebody just being like, oh, yeah, it was a Rothschild. They just wanted the patents and without any research mm-hmm. and people just rolled with it. Oh, yeah, because that's exactly what it sounds like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Landon Harrison for 199 says, I played intramural softball with Reed Blankenship. Oh, my God. I hope he was a good guy. I like him as a player. I do hope he was a good dude. Yeah, um, that'd be cool. Yeah, he's, he seems like a... I, he's been playing pretty good. Like, he, he definitely did not look great this game, but I think he also, like... I don't know what happened, but it seems like 
sometime around 2014, defensive backs forgot how to tackle. I think so. They all tried to imitate Brian Dawkins. Oh yeah, nobody can. You can't imitate Brian Dawkins. No. He's Weapon X. Yeah, he's, like, he's, he's, he's he's unattainable. He's he's just simply. It, there are very few men who are truly built different. Yeah. But he was him. Yes. <laughs> he was that guy. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. It, it, when you think you're that guy, you got to remember that Brian Dawkins exists. Yeah. Terrifying man. Oh, oh yeah. my god! If you've ever listened to him talk, it's amazing. <laughs> Like, I would love to have a, a pep talk from that guy, but I would not want to be on the opposite side of the field. Peter Bergen was like a berserker. Really? <laughs> oh, that's amazing. He said he would talk in tongues and get himself whipped <laughs> up into a, like, a war rage. <laughs> I love him even more. That is amazing. <laughs> Terrifying. I miss him. Oh. Uh, would you guys do an episode on Amelia Earhart? Like, can I answer this one? Yeah. Uh, no, because she never disappeared. She's just still flying. But yes, actually. Yeah, yeah, but we would do. Do you think it was the crabs? Might have been crabs. It was probably the crabs. Do you remember the 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 thing that Pat and I did that one live thing we did on Twitch for like three months? Yeah, nonsense time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had an Amelia Earhart update every stream where it was just Amelia Earhart update time. We haven't found her yet, but she's still out there flying, so we'll keep looking. We should bring Pat back and start a lore lounge up. That'd be I think Pat would be a good lore lounge co-host, oh, and I think we just need to set up a camera and a microphone in my living room. Yeah, just. Like, and just, yeah, you, you <laughs> me, him, the girl. Yep. <laughs> Sit around, we drink, and we talk. Oh, great. Um, yeah, but uh, we could do one on some, like, like a few different ones, like Amelia Earhart. Uh, what's another another good, like, weird 20th century? Oh, uh, the the baby. Um, the baby? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, we could do a video on the baby, I guess. No, there was some, I can't remember the name. There's It's, like, a named baby, and it was some baby that, like, disappeared or something, and there's... God, hang on, wait. Yeah, we could we could do that. Also, DB yeah. Cooper. Um, but then the other one will be Helen Keller because I have questions. Yeah, same. No. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, I always get like we'll we'll find it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember when we were moving me out of my old apartment? Oh yeah. And you, in the space of about twenty yards, I ceased to believe that Helen Keller actually was a real thing. Yeah, and then and then we because like, I come out of the door and I'm like. You know what? People are just getting ridiculous with the conspiracy theories. Like, everyone's, like, talking about how Helen Keller wasn't even real. And then by the time we made it the maybe 15 yards to the elevator, I was like, this is bullshit. Yeah, and I remember walking into the room, and your mother was there, and you were like, why did you lie to me about Helen Keller? <laughs> it's hilarious. Um, the Lindbergh baby? That's it. That's it, yes. And then Charles Lindbergh? The, the Lindbergh baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you guys for reading my brain. Uh, yeah, it, uh, I can't remember the whole story, but, like, it was weird. Lindbergh? Yeah. Oh, the Lindbergh kidnapping, kidnapping. Yeah. yeah, it was a whole thing. Kidnapped? Interesting. Yeah. Huh. Innocence, innocence all appealed fails. Executed by electric chair. Ooh. Yikes. Yeah. Um... H.L. Mencken called the kidnapping and trial the biggest story since the resurrection. That seems like That's it might stretch. be a bit of a stretch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, interesting. And there was some celebrity that it was tied to. I'm not seeing the name. But... I'm sure it's in here somewhere. John Condon? No. Uh, Houtman, Ransom Money. I mean, it could definitely be an interesting one to look at. Yeah, I think it's definitely worth looking into. Um... Next was a negative $5 saying, I sent you guys the name of the lesser known missing persons case on Patreon. 
Also, as far as cryptids, have you ever covered Nessie? No, I keep getting him, trying to get him to do it. She wants to be left alone, man. We can at least tell her. Fine, story. fine. We'll talk about. We can at least talk about the folklore. <laughs> fine, we'll do an episode on Nessie. Oh, watch it be one of our biggest videos. I know. Like, that's always what happens every yeah. single time. I'm like, fine. Yeah, and then everybody's like, yay. Uh, I think the reason. Also, why does the Adam and Eve story video have so much staying power? <laughs> I think because it's so out there. It won't go away. I think yeah. it also might be one of the only like in-depth videos on it that isn't conspiracy gobbledygook. That's, that's probably point. what yeah, it is. Yeah. It's like like most of our videos. It's 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 one of the only videos on it. It's the one with the most views. It's probably just the one everyone clicks now when they look into it. Yeah, I do find it funny that we are slowly becoming a debunking channel. Yeah, I didn't want to do that. We yeah. we set out here to prove that the Wendigo was taking people in the forests, and now we're. <laughs> Debunking MH370. Yeah. Um, what a wild ride this world is. What a wild ride. Um, down for $2 says, you guys have a favorite weird New Jersey story. Hmm. Like, one other people would know? <laughs> or just weird stuff that happened to us in New Jersey? Because I do have a favorite New Jersey story. Is is your favorite your New Jersey story my favorite your New Probably. Jersey story? Yeah. Yeah. On, on the, on the, the boardwalk? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. Oh, I forgot about that one. Mine was when your mom was taking out the trash. Oh, no. All right, you tell that one, and I'll tell the other one. So we... It's not even that funny, looking back, but we were all standing on the steps outside of the uh, house that they, uh, his family would rent down the shore for a week in the whatever. It was um, before the July, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're all just hanging out there for whatever reason, and uh, her, his mom came back carrying out the trash, and I think she said something along the lines of like, you know, just like go easy, like be careful. Oh no, you're you're forgetting. I had two no, bottles of Corona. Oh, I was getting there. I yeah, was getting okay, there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And he was he was at the moment holding two bottles of Corona. And he simply, if you are sitting in the position of his mother, he just turned and said, But mom, I'm a vape god, and just down both of them. <laughs> he said, Don't worry, mom. Oh, yeah, don't god. I'm a vape god. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah, that was my favorite one is when we were on the boardwalk, uh, trying to trying to meet girls at yep. sixteen. Yeah. Um, and it started raining, so we ducked into this little uh, this little t-shirt store, as one yep. does on the Ocean City boardwalk. Yeah. We're just kind of perusing the back, we're looking at stuff. Yeah. Killing time while we wait for the rain to die down, and then we hear a very loud voice from behind us go, hey, "What are you doing?" <laughs> and we, we, I mean, you hear a you, you can tell he was large by just yes. his voice. Yep. You hear a large Russian man yell, hey, what are you doing when you're in the back of a store? You immediately assume you've committed a crime somehow. Especially at the or right age of 16. And if you've walked into, you know, a store that could be the Russian mafia's front on the New Jersey, the Ocean City Boardwalk, yep. because you're 16, um, you freak out a little bit. And we're like, I'm oh, just uh, looking for some shirts and stuff. And he was like, if I were you, I would be a bit yelling bussy. <laughs> and we were both like, yes, sir. Yeah, we we're just like, immediately after, we were like, what just happened? I want to, I, I do need to stress. I think this was the first time you and I had hung out, just the two of us. I think so. <laughs> like, we had met three months earlier. Yeah, I think we just, like, yeah, we would hang out with, like, with Matt that, yeah. and whatever. And then we both happened to be down the shore and we were like, yeah, let's go to the boardwalk. It's just like, <laughs> That was a foundational moment right there. That's how this, that was the, that was the seed that blossomed, blossomed the blossomed. friendship. The blossom. The seed that blossomed in the friendship. <laughs> the tip of the tongue, the tip of the tongue. Oh, 
really? This is getting to be its own nonsense time podcast. Yeah, it we really are almost is. an hour over. Uh, oh my god, are we? Whoa! All right, yeah, let's wrap these we up. We usually uh, only go to an hour when it's just the two of us. Yeah, yeah that's but, true. Yeah, go yeah. ahead. Uh, Mr. Sleepless Owl for two dollars says, "Confession time. I'm a Cowboys fan." I'm sorry. Yeah, we're it, not. It has to be hard every year, insisting it's your year. The best thing about your team is that Dolly did the Thanksgiving. That's what you think the best. She could barely move, man. Yeah, it's Dolly. Yeah, it's, I was just like. Barely move. Yeah, well, I mean, I for the record, it was I had no problem with what she was wearing. It was I know a lot of people were like getting up in arms about that. I'm like, whatever, like it's Dolly. She can do what she wants. Yeah, this is Dolly Parton. Who cares? But like, it was like I hope she doesn't fall. <laughs> also, why did she need that many guitarists? <laughs> but can. True, true, she can. Anyway, next one. Uh, Joseph Couture gave us a Canadian $5. Well, thank you. Thanks very much. Uh, Dopamine Farmer for Canadian $13.99 says, Sorry, I can't remember exactly what you had said. In regards to Vancouver Island, I can compile a good list of disappearances as well as the first people's lore. Best place to send it? Question mark. Writing a unifinal. Thelorelodge at gmail.com. Also, I may have seen an email from you. If you have sent us an email already, I may have seen it. I... Otherwise, I saw an email from somebody else that I need to respond to. But yeah, that's, yes, uh, feel free. We would love to see it. Um, we are, I, I'm talking to, we are in talks with our, our management to start a nonprofit. Uh, we just need to find a party with money mm. to help us get it off the ground. And the plan is to use uh, use proceeds from subscriptions to uh, like exclusive content that would go over there to fund uh land purchases, renovations, scholarships, things like that for uh for local Native American communities uh all over the United States. Yep. So um you know we're gonna look to establish a relationship with three to five different uh you know nations or tribes and then move from there. But that's that's in the works right now. I can't, I don't want to go into too many details until we have it all set up. But yeah, that's kind of what we're looking at. Nice. Uh, Stardress Sky for nine ninety nine says, "Just found your channel recently. I can't get enough. Thanks, guys. Thank you." Thank you. Uh, also, what's your favorite local cheesesteak place? If you tell Patrick, he knows it confirms your plants. Oh, well, JK. No, it, you're right. Don't you are blue. right. Uh, you are not wrong about that. Do you have one? I mean, out here, like it. I don't have one in the city. Yeah, so I don't spend enough time down there. The the closest city one I know would be Delosandros and Maniunk. Yeah, and they're pretty solid. They're solid. Um. See, I mean, what's their face is right by the Acme is pretty solid. Hog Island, yeah, yeah, they're good. Yeah, Hog Island is a good one in Phoenixville for sure. Yeah. Um, also, not gonna lie, PJ's makes some good cheesesteaks. Really, I've never had. Them. Yeah, oddly mm. enough. Um, but I think the key to a good cheesesteak or a hoagie is the bread. Mm. It's that that's that specifically like the Amoroso roll style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, it, it, nobody any, can replicate it. Does anywhere do that? Anything? What do they do otherwise? I think it's the water. I legitimately think it's the water in Philadelphia. Yeah. Because Bradley's cheesesteaks up in uh, State College, that was that place was good. Yeah. Um, yeah, but Bradley's was fantastic. They imported their rolls from Philly. Really? Yeah. Wow. So they That's would have, the same they would have rolls have, from Philly driven up. It's the same argument people have with uh, New York Coast pizza. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like any pizza anywhere between New York and Philly is generally really similar. Good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, I've heard the, the water for the rolls thing before. Yeah, I think so. it, from what I understand, it is something to do with water, yeah. <laughs> um, like the East Coast rivers. It'd be really interesting to like look into the science. Model. Yeah, I, it could just be a complete rumor. Yeah, absolutely. That could just be one of those urban legends. That's but like, that's what we do. Exactly. We find out if it's real or not. 
Uh, and then History Daddy for two pounds says, you better let me help look for Nessie. <laughs> okay, you can help us look for Nessie for sure. I don't know, according according to the UK, it might be a bit of a drive for you, sir. Yeah. Uh, in British terms, it is a very long drive. Yes, in American terms, it's, it's probably what I drove today. Yeah. <laughs> so, good lord. <laughs> All right, is that it? That is it for Super right. Chats. I think that just about does it. I think so. Because um, we are we are very, very late. We are. Thank you for so many great questions. Yeah, though, yes, everybody. we're awesome tonight. Um, what about Henry Kissinger? Ding dong, the witch is dead. Good riddance, man. Ugh. That's what we've been waiting for! How did you live so long with the weight of your sins? <laughs> you know, there's a lot of people out there you know, who say that, like, the elites are drinking babies' blood, and generally I don't believe that, but in that case... <laughs> yeah, that's valid. Good lord. What a bad person. Um, yeah. Yeah, there's there's a few. There's a few that I will I will happily dance upon their graves. Um, he is one of them. Uh, jackass of a guy, too. Um, do you know he was Jewish, but also one of the most anti-Semitic American public figures in history? Wow. Why? No, no, no I mean, like, he was an atheist. He just hated Jews. Like, he himself was ethnically Jewish. Yeah, 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 But he just really hated Jews. <laughs> That's just such a shame. Yeah, the closest he would come was saying that, like, protecting uh, innocent Jewish people who were being persecuted was a humanitarian concern, but not an American concern. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Don't know how you could logically have that mentality. Well, but. there was another guy who was also an atheist uh, Jew who hated Jews. Yeah. Karl Marx. Oh, I thought you were going in a different direction. Which, oh, well, yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, and him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the mustache man yeah. was himself, I think, on his father's mother's side. Yeah. Was was Jewish. Um, Which just... Whole, whole bunch of... I mean, there's too many things wrong with him to even list. Like, Yeah. Real quick, Justin Gilmore for $5 sure. asked, who is he? Meaning, I believe, who is Henry Kissinger? Oh, Henry Kissinger? Yeah. Uh, the architect of basically every American war since the 60s. Possibly Korea. I don't know if he was involved with Korea, but I know he was involved with Vietnam. That's the reason it's the Forgotten War. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, we got two more, or sorry, th uh, yeah, three more. Uh, Kellen, the official data for one and says Italian beef is greater than Philly cheesesteak. Okay, I don't know what Italian beef is. Maybe that's like what it looks like when two guys from Delco are in a disagreement. Um, <laughs> but like, I would assume so. I don't know what a, I don't know. I don't know what Italian beef is. Is that what's in my pants? <laughs> sorry, that one was. Bad. We really have to wrap this up. Now. I am way too tired for this. Miss Mori said, "If you do the." <laughs> For five dollars, said if you do the pizza episode, my father will be happy to come on for it. He's a retired Cullion water person and has actually done this test. Oh, oh, oh yes, we might have to. We, we might have, have to do a pizza something. episode now. Yeah, that'd be fun. Um, uh, and then uh, Star Dressed Sky. I don't know why I was able to say it easily earlier. Yeah, I don't know what's wrong. For one and nine, there's a lot wrong with me. Uh, <laughs> best is Montesinis. Okay, yeah, in Mayfair. Yeah, got it. I'm, I don't know where Mayfair is, honestly. Yeah, probably. We only might have to try it. We can go to the cheesesteak tour. You know, what, you, know, you know why I've always really liked this Bravissima? Oh, yeah. Well, they're, they're, they're just solid. Yeah. Every single thing they do. It's a little little Italian takeout place in Berwyn, Pennsylvania. If you're ever in the area for some reason, their cheesesteaks are great. Uh, their chicken tenders are also really good. Um, their Italian food is so good. Oh, yeah. I remember we used to get tickets there all the time. 
Yeah, no, their pizza is like some of the best pizza you'll have. Yeah. Um, so good. But all right, I think that, that basically brings us to the end. Uh, well, Natalie, if you had if you had been here earlier, you would have heard it's coming back in February. We're bringing Weird Bible back, but thank you. Um, we what? are bringing it back. We're excited about it. Uh, we we're are actually cool. going to be sort of down your direction while we shoot it. Um, yeah. Not too far, but yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, thank you, everybody, for hanging out on this especially long and oddly dramatic episode of Weird Bible. Not Weird Bible. <laughs> of War Lodge. Um, if this was a Weird Bible episode, and it kind of was for a hot second. Yeah, a little bit there. Uh, a couple <laughs> sections. Um, anyway, okay. Uh, words. All right. Good night, guys. <laughs>